Cambridge Insider Podcast time again. I'm very excited to be joined by my fellow host, Mr. Craig Betson. How are you, buddy? I am doing fantastic today. Um, it's a we are recording on a Monday, which is unusual for us, um, and you know, feeling good about being back at work. I do want all of our listeners to know that we are also now um, available on YouTube. And if you you need to see the the visuals from today's episode, because both Craig and I look spectacular in our winter gear. We we look like we're recording on a Monday. Like that's what we look like today. It's like me, you, and our executive producer Dean are just actually Dean looks great. You yeah, and I Dean have hoodies and beanies on. Yeah, you and I look terrible to be honest. Dean looks <laughs> Dean looks spectacular. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you are tuned in, we appreciate each and every one of you, as always, uh, like, subscribe, uh, share the podcast, leave us with a note. So today's episode, we're going to change things up just slightly. Uh, we're going to be discussing students, um, specifically what students should be doing at this time of the year, looking forward to the uh, recruitment seasons that are ahead. Um, just before I bring in Mr. Batson on uh, some of his expertise with regards to students, schools, if you are listening, we never want to leave you out hanging um so remember it's uh now early december schools you should number one already have uh confirmed your tuition if it's not possible for you to confirm your tuition think about what that tuition could be um not increasing it by more than five percent ideally really not increasing it at all and freezing your tuition um, and that's really important if you do want to be competitive in the coming recruitment season number two uh, Reevaluating your admissions requirements. So, you know, as an admissions team, you're going to be sitting down, you're going to be thinking about what your goal is for international students. Who will you accept to, to reach that goal and, uh, you know, uh, aligning some of your requirements in line with those goals. In particular, um, you know, keeping your admissions uh, policies and requirements flexible. I think uh, during this year, more than any other year is, is very important. We spoke about it in an earlier episode, but uh, considering conditional enrollments, a student who might not quite be there, but with a little extra support can certainly be a great asset to your school. Um, certainly reach out to your Cambridge uh, network program manager or, or a team associate that works with you. Uh, we've got some great products that can be helped that can help students with regards to conditional enrollments. Um, and then finally, something that we found very important is to update your marketing portfolio with COVID specific resources. It's a question we get all the time. So, you know, many of our schools have great marketing portfolios that lack a bit of COVID specific information. So if you could send those through, that'll be a great asset. So schools, if you are not already doing that, look into some of those things as we head into the Christmas season. All right, Mr. Batson, turning our attention to students. Um, and I thought today we could go through I've just created a little list of what I think students should be doing and I'd uh, at this stage of the admission season, I suppose, and I'd love your input on these. So uh, if you're good to go, I'm going to read some of these off and, and get your input. Let's do it. Let's talk about students. The reason yeah. we're all here. <laughs> Excellent. I like the positivity. All right. So number one, I think students should be um, taking and looking at taking the English proficiency tests. Why are these so important for students coming to the US? So this year is going to be a new and exciting year, um, especially when it comes to admissions tests. The typical um, 
a, a TOEFL test that students are going to be taking and prepping for are going to be really difficult to get. Now, myself personally, I think this is a good thing because the admissions tests are, are probably my least favorite part of the application process. I understand why we have to have them and how it's important to gauge English, but so many of these tests are tests that you have to study for specifically and you need to be a good test taker to do well on them. And it it doesn't always provide every student with the opportunity to showcase their ability. Now, with the upheaval in this year's recruitment, I think it's gonna give our schools a chance to look at different tests to take. So you have the new Duolingo test that we can look at. Um, you have all sorts of ones. There's the ITEP test that we talked about on an episode from October, that Great that's episode. one that, that, that you can take online and really showcase your English ability without having to study for the test. I think importantly as well for students, just to do a little research, connect with your Cambridge ne Network representative to see what tests your school requires. Um, schools are being more flexible, but we wanna make sure that if, if a specific school that you are interested in, uh, has a requirement about a specific test that you do um, do your research and, and hopefully plan to take that test as soon as possible. And as Craig said, very rightly so, there are several options out there. So do a little research, book those tests, book those time slots and make sure that you have an English proficiency test as part of your application. So number two, um, something that I think is very important for students to continue doing is to continue developing their language skills. You know, often we get students and once they've sort of started with the admissions process interviews or started submitting some of these applications they sort of forget a little bit about the english language development how important is it craig for students to continue that that path to improving their skills yeah so i think again this comes back to how unique of a year this is going to be and when you're preparing and interviewing at a school and if you say, okay, this is my English skills and they're not gonna improve in the next eight months by the time I get accepted to your school and show up, schools are gonna be more hesitant to take you. So if you can come and say, look, I'm taking these classes. I have a plan to take this summer camp where we're gonna be focusing on English. This is how I'm gonna improve my English between now and when I show up at your school, you're going to be able to expand the the schools that are going to be willing to accept you. Um, and the ones are going to be more enthusiastic about getting you. And this can be, you know, tutoring. This can be working with anybody to improve your skills between when you conduct the interview and when you're going to show up. Absolutely. Well said. And, and also just to remember two things. Number one, schools are really placing a big emphasis on student interviews. So language development is important because you have to be able to competently perform in a, in a school interview. And then number two, remembering that the more you can develop your language before you interview and importantly, before you arrive in the US, the easier your transition is going to be. You're going to be able to speak to your host family easier. You're going to be able to transition into different academic requirements and classes easier. You'll be able to make friends easier. So certainly English language proficiency needs to be front and center for all students. Continue developing it. It's a life skill that is uh, that will put you in good stead when you come to the US.
Well, and uh, and on this podcast, we've been talking a lot about how competitive this market is going to be for schools to recruit students. But this also has a, a benefit to students. If you show up and show you have good skills and show you're going to improve and show that you're going to succeed, you're going to be able to get into, you know, a, a, a ideally a better school than you might have in, in a normal recruitment season. So by putting in that extra effort and and taking tutoring and doing well in these situations, you're going to be able to up your game and get into a top tier school. Exactly, exactly. If you are a student, if you're a family, if you're an agent listening to this, if you are lost and you're not quite sure where to go for tutoring, reach out to your Cambridge representative. We've got an outstanding uh, academic services department that has some of the best tutoring specifically related to uh, English as a secondary language. So reach out to them for some more details. I'll make sure that uh, our executive producer, Dean, puts something in the show notes for you as well. Number three, um, which I think is very important uh, for students, Mr. Batson, is to consider doing either a mock interview or another service that we do offer is, is the interview coaching for students. Why is this important? And again, specific to this year, why is this so important? Yeah, so this year, all my schools are looking at upping their interview game because they know that that's going to give them the best idea of how a student's English is going to be. I'm having schools expanding into written sessions. I'm having schools bringing teachers on to interview them, still trying to keep them in the regular time frame, but seeing what they can do to succeed in that time frame. And so a student needs to be prepared for this. And if you can get a mock interview, if you can meet with somebody in advance to go through it with an expert, that will really give you that big leg up to really wow some schools. Exactly, exactly. I actually had a mock interview this morning. Um, and some of the things that I try to incorporate, yes, I want to speak to you about what are some of the questions that you could uh, potentially get from a school? And we work through some of those questions and how your answers might look. But importantly as well, what should you be doing before your interview? What should you be researching? How, how, how to best prepare for this interview, I think is very important. So, you know, students, you in most cases, if you do have that uh, mock interview or you are undertaking coaching for your interview, you're speaking to an expert in the field who's, you know, been in the industry for six, seven, eight years. He's interviewed, he or she's interviewed thousands of students, knows exactly what schools are looking at as well. So it certainly, like Craig said, could be that that leg up. And uh, if you are applying to a very competitive school, that could be the reason you get in to that school and are accepted. Number four on my list, uh, Craig, uh, research schools that you are applying to. Why is this important for students? So this is another thing where we can show our expertise as students in the interview. When you know more about a school that you're applying to, they're gonna be more excited to be meeting with you. Now that's my experience and I believe that's yours, Dean uh, Stevens. And so we're hoping that if you can tell a school why you want to go to their school, what programs do they offer that you wanna take part in? What, what aspects of their location, their, their teachers that make you excited to be interviewing, that's gonna be able to also up your game get you into a higher tier school as schools are really looking at uh, expanding their student bases. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and it also just, the more research you do, the more you know resources you have to draw from. It gives you a platform to be able to showcase your language skills. So if you know something about a robotics club, 
and you may be struggling to find the words for an answer, mention the Robotics Club. It's a great way to, to, to showcase your skills, showcase that you've been proactive, um, and hopefully entice the school into giving you that uh, coveted enrollment seat that all of our students want. So, you know, certainly research schools, have a look at what programs they offer, have a look at what programs you are interested in specifically as well. The final one, Mr. Batson, that I have on my list is understanding arrival circumstances for students. Talk to me a little bit about this. Yeah, so this means understanding how you're going to be getting to your school and what you're going to need to do to be able to do that. Is the school going to be offering online classes that you can join? Are you going to need to quarantine in the United States uh, before? Are you going to need to show negative COVID tests? Are you going to be vaccinated? To understand these before you're making your decision is going to make your life a lot easier and make sure that you don't really get surprised moving forward. Um, that this is something that that seems like a big deal, but it just requires a little bit of research. You know, ask your agents, ask your Cambridge Network advisor, hey, what do I need to do to get into California? What's it going to be like there? These are easy, answerable questions that we can provide safe answers to it and make you feel comfortable about coming to the United States. Absolutely. It's about it's about streamlining the process, making sure that you know, students and schools can meet somewhere in the middle in a, in a safe space where, where everybody's uh, needs are met. Mr. Batson, as always, a, a wealth of knowledge. I, this, I think this is the second time <laughs> that I've said this, but I feel like I ask you questions and you just have great answers. Uh, any any final thoughts from your side? No, not, not today. Uh, nothing exciting today. Check out our anchor.fm page uh send us some questions you know we, we've gotten a couple questions but don't have enough to you know do a whole mailbag podcast which is really as a big podcast fan those are my favorite podcasts so i'd like to get our first one in so the, we know people are listening we have the numbers uh but we'd love to hear from you you can do those questions on anchor.fm you can find us on youtube type your questions in there email us um you know my email is craig.batson at cambridgenetwork.com so feel free to shoot me an email just to say hi um i haven't gotten my first fan mail yet um so long story short when i said i didn't have anything to add i actually did I mean, that was the longest nothing to add on to that <laughs> we've ever had on the podcast. We call that a, a Seinfeld. <laughs> to all of our listeners, as per usual, thank you for thank you for tuning in. Uh, reach out to your Cambridge representative if you have any questions, any follow-up questions that you might have. Uh, and we'll catch you around the corner. Have a tremendous week. Bye-bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.